Hello, and welcome back to another edition of Warrior's Dispatch, your inside look at the world of private military contracting. In this episode, uh, I'll provide guidance for those seeking to enter this dangerous but potentially lucrative field as a contractor. I'm going to outline important steps like gaining the right experience, education, certifications, and personal attributes to make yourself an attractive hire. And I'll discuss tips for acing your assessments and interviews and understanding contractor lifestyle factors. Now, entering the PMC world isn't easy, but for those willing to put in the hard work, opportunity awaits. So join me as I map out the path to becoming a professional contractor. Now, gaining relevant military or law enforcement expertise is the essential first step for aspiring contractors. Military expertise, especially special operations, gives foundational combat training and discipline needed to operate in high-risk environments. It proves your ability to function under fire. Law enforcement and security experience provides weapons proficiency, close protection skills, and liaising with local partners, all of which are translatable capabilities. Demonstrating tactical leadership and level-headedness under duress is key. PMCs need dependability when things get chaotic. Particular skills like marksmanship, crisis response, surveillance, piloting, and electronics maintenance align with contractor operational needs abroad. Contracting firms want experience managing instability and violence. Veterans understand the realities on the ground versus theory. Specific training courses add credentials in crucial abilities like emergency medicine, explosives handling, and executive protection. The right real-world skills and a record in comparable roles offer proof that you can get the job done and handle the pressures of private security work overseas. It provides a competitive edge. Once you have the right background, obtaining key credentials and certifications then sets you apart. This means things like security clearances, obtaining relevant clearance like secret level clearance through government service facilitates contractor opportunities. Certain contractors may require eligibility for clearances like secret or top secret based on the sensitivity of their work. Typically, this means having previously gone through the clearance process while in military service or certain government roles. The most relevant clearance would be a current or recent secret level clearance from military or government service. This provides reassurance around trustworthiness and credentials for contractors operating in hazardous environments abroad. However, most contractor roles do not necessarily require an active security clearance, merely demonstrating the ability to be cleared or having gone through the process before can still be beneficial. Also consider weapons licenses. Earning civilian certifications for firearms and defensive equipment is attractive. For example, things like NRA protection courses can be helpful. Um, Also, there's medical training, certifications in tactical medicine like tactical emergency casualty care or TECC, 
and for skills like emergency medical technician or EMT, demonstrate care capabilities. You might also think about the type of driving license you want to have. Think about earning commercial licenses for armored and secure vehicle operation. You might want industry accreditation, getting vetted by groups like the International Stability Operations Association or ISOA helps provide assurance of con contractor quality. You may need some specialized training, courses for executive protection, infrastructure security, cybersecurity, etc. that align with niche needs. Leveraging GI Bill benefits can offset the costs of earning your credentials, and maintaining memberships in veteran organizations also builds connections. Obtaining relevant certifications requires proactive effort on your part, but it elevates your marketability to contracting firms seeking qualified operators. It shows your level of commitment. Vetting and recruitment processes are also rigorous. You have to demonstrate the qualities that firms need. And there are some key attributes that contracting firms look for, such as mental toughness and the courage to operate in dangerous environments. They need a team player who is able to follow protocols and work under authority. You need to demonstrate integrity and accountability to resist bribery and unethical tasks. You need problem-solving skills and adaptability to handle dynamic situations. And you've got to be cool under pressure and able to manage stress. And you need to demonstrate personal responsibility for your fitness and readiness. That said, here are some tips for acing your interviews and your assessments when trying to break into the industry. And really, these are good tips when interviewing for any kind of job. So first, be sure to highlight your mission successes and the value you would provide if you're hired. You need to emphasize your experiences in overcoming challenges and hardship. You should ask insightful questions about the firm's operations and the role you would fulfill in that organization. You'll want to adopt a confident but humble demeanor for the interview. You should emphasize your eagerness to learn and take direction. And before going in, you'll want to research the company's ethics and mission alignment. The vetting process will be rigorous to assess your character and fortitude, but showing you have the maturity and the principles that contracted work demands can lead to getting hired. And once you're hired, before you're deployed, you need to understand the lifestyle demands and risks that are inherent to contracting abroad, such as extended deployments. Contractors can spend months overseas, away from family, away from your home comforts. Your hardship duty extends beyond 9 to 5. Um, there's dynamic operations. Missions can change rapidly, requiring flexibility. You know, plans rarely go smoothly in conflict zones. Uh, you need to think about physical duress, the long hours trekking with gear in extreme climates and living conditions. Expect discomfort. There's also trauma risk, witnessing violence, seeing casualties. This can take a psychological toll over time. Of course, there's peril. Safety is not guaranteed. There are injuries, there are accidents, 
And of course, there are attacks, and these are realities in unstable environments. There's also legal uncertainty, like I talked about a couple of episodes ago. There are gray areas that exist around jurisdictions and individual liability for contractors if situations escalate. And finally, there's reintegration, transitioning back to civilian life. This can be challenging after intense experiences abroad. Some contractors struggle to adjust when they return home, just like soldiers in the military. So the rewards of contracting must be weighed against the hazardous, unstable nature of the work, but going in informed allows you to make the choice thoughtfully. With determination and the right qualifications, breaking in is possible. The insider tips I covered here make your dream of donning the boots and gun belt of an elite private military contractor feel within reach. Just be ready to put in the sweat and grit this demanding profession requires. Opportunity awaits those who are hungry enough. This is Scott Salzman signing off for now. Stay focused out there. <laughs>